Hi everyone, it's Deborah Rodriguez and welcome to Deborah Marie Rodriguez podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking about the gatekeepers. Okay, this is a podcast sermon from Kingdom Divine Ministries International and we're going to jump right into it. So I want to get into something that's very important for you guys because I want to explain what a gatekeeper is. A gatekeeper in the Bible is actually someone who might not seem or be perceived as something that is negative in the Bible. Okay, we understand that God holds his role. We also understand that gatekeepers are put in position. Okay, they're put in position. They're stationed at the gate to protect. All right, they are stationed at the gate to make sure what is going in and out. All right, they are someone that ensured order. And make sure everything was in the right place, always in the right place, always in the right time, okay? So what I'm going to be talking about specifically for you guys, I'm going to be talking about gatekeepers in the kingdom that are not considered good gatekeepers, okay? That's what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about gatekeepers in alliance, all right? So I'm going to be talking about gatekeepers that are on the enemies in the enemy's lines. This is very important to talk about because there are specific people that are assigned to your life that are not from God. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. These gatekeepers might be in your circle. Some of these gatekeepers are at church. Some of these gatekeepers are in universities. Some of these gatekeepers are where you are each and every day. But what's very important to know is there are a lot of people that are around you that are stopping you from moving toward your full potential. What I want you guys to know is that a gatekeeper is not going to, the gatekeeper that I'm expressing, is not going to necessarily stop you from from seeing God or having the revelation of God. But when it comes to a specific point in your life where you're getting ready to evolve, where you're getting ready to expand, where you're getting ready to move toward the next level in your life, you're going to face resistance from the very people that you thought were going to help you and push you forward in this specific position. This is why it's very important to make sure that When you are moving into a a specific level in your life that you have people around you that are supportive of you, you have people around you that are not going to hold you back, you have people around you that are not jealous of you, this is very important when it comes to this specific level in your life. And this word is for somebody today. This word is for somebody because this word is for many people. And I want to expose kingdom gatekeepers, not the kingdom gatekeepers that are on God's side, that are that are angels and that are people that are assigned to pull and push you in your destiny. I'm talking about kingdom gatekeepers who are assigned to hold you back, delay you. All right. If a kingdom gatekeeper from the enemy side or is, that is being used from the enemy to delay you can delay you they feel that they can purposely set back your purpose. They can set back your purpose. They can delay you. 
And so what is important is that you have to understand where you are and what God called you to do. Oftentimes, a kingdom gatekeeper that is not a sign from God is going to try something or do something to delay you. Okay, they're going to give you a word contrary from what God told you to do. God might be telling you, hey, I want you to push forward and move in that. I am calling you to that. My answer is yes. A kingdom gatekeeper is a person that might be in a position of power. This person might arise up and say, no, I don't think that God is calling you to do that. You're too young to do this. You're not qualified to do this. No, God didn't call you to do this. God called you to serve here and stay here. That is not time yet. You're going to know what a kingdom gatekeeper is in your life. You're going to know where someone is presented in that specific position. And it's going to come when it's time for a promotion. It's very important to understand a kingdom gatekeeper is not someone that is going to come off as a mean or angry. Okay. Oftentimes they might, but oftentimes they will not. All right. This is why I'm talking about kingdom gatekeepers in kingdom alliance. Okay. These are people that are in your circle. Sometimes these are people that you are friends with. These are people you might be in ministry with. This might be the head person in charge. This might be the owner of an organization. Okay. This might be the president of a university. And so what's happening is this could be a group of people that are in assignment to hold you back specifically because they don't want you to move forward. This can come from envy. This can come from jealousy. This could come from a fear of them not being able to move into that position that they want to move in. So they're going to stop you from moving into that specific position that you're supposed to be in. Okay. And I'm going to expose this. I'm exposing this because this is something that needs to be exposed when it comes to the kingdom of God. Okay. This needs to be exposed when it comes to what God wants for his people and what people need to understand. I've had to conquer this specific, um, Taryn in my life. There are many situations where it wasn't the people that were not in where I was that were holding me back. It was people that were actually in my circle, people that were in higher positions that were gatekeeping a way for me to move and catapult where I wanted to go. Okay. I'm not saying that you need to look at everyone with a side eye. No, I'm not. You need to recognize when God is calling you to promote and to move out. Oftentimes when someone in the kingdom of God is getting ready to be promoted spiritually, or they're getting ready to go into an assignment, this is what I'm saying. This is not for everyone. Okay. They're getting ready to move onto assignment. They're going to have pushback. They're going to have pushback of maybe there's a general in the kingdom. Okay. When I speak about a general, I'm a general. Okay. I I speak about a general meaning every apostle is very important. Every apostle or every person that might be in a leadership pastor, et cetera, might not necessarily be a, a general in the kingdom. All right. A general doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be a specific age or age bracket or anything. That's not what it's about. Okay. A general is a person that is in a specific terrain that is 
in an overseeing position that is overseeing a specific um, task or specific people in their specific levels of their life, okay? A general might have been a person who has went over and are overseeing, praying, interceding, and watching and understanding what's happening in that uh, specific terrain of that person, but that person is always as a watchman on the wall, all right? Oftentimes, when a terrain is attacked, it comes all the way up to that specific person that is protecting that specific Terran, which is the general, okay? you'll If you think about it like a chess match, that is the king, okay? Or the queen, okay? You see this in the specific... Um, you see this and you can see this in uh, board games. You can see this in, in whatever situation you want to see it in, okay? You have the queen. The queen is a very important piece, all right? And so what happens is when that specific Terran is being attacked or that specific person is being attacked, that that queen, king, whoever, apostle, whoever is in this position is overseeing prophet, whoever it is, is overseeing. What happens is that person can feel that specific attack. That person can, it knows when something is going on. All right. And so oftentimes there are people that are in your circle. You might be called to push and move and catapult into a new level, but because the people around you do not want you to go to that specific level. They are going to gatekeep. All right. And this is what I'm getting. I'm talking about in this specific time. There are going to be people that are in high positions of power, high positions in administration, high positions in ministry that are going to gatekeep. They see where you're getting ready to go. They see your influence. And all of a sudden, when that influence gets too big, here comes the gatekeeper. Here comes the gatekeeper that is assigned to put you back down where they feel that you're supposed to go. So this is for someone that is getting ready to get promoted in the spirit. There's some of you guys that has already been promoted in the spirit. All right. You're already traveling. You're already moving. I'm, like I said, this is not for everyone. This is for that specific person. God said, Hey, I need you to move out. I want you to step out on this. I'm calling you to another region. I'm calling you to build that church. I'm calling you to move. Now I'm calling you to transition and something in your life or someone in your life is saying, you know what? I don't think that that's what the Lord is saying. The Lord didn't tell me that. The Lord didn't uh, tell me that, explain that to me, but God told it to you and you're going to get the pushback. You're going to, you might be actually in a transition where you are trying to move by faith. You are trying to do what exactly what God is doing. And what's something that's very important. You can honor your gatekeeper and your gatekeeper, that gatekeeper specifically still might be upset because God might be telling you to transition. This is something that's going to be hard for a lot of people to understand. This is going to be hard. This is going to upset a lot of um, ministry leaders because they don't want to hear it. They want a lot of them, you know, feel that go into this possessiveness. Oh, I, if I don't send you off, you're not going. Well, it's been 30 years. It's been 40 years for some of you guys. And some people don't understand that that person is just not going to send them off. 
and God has told you to move and he's told you to transition and you have not transitioned and you have not been obedient to the Lord because there is a gatekeeper in your midst. That gatekeeper can be your father. That gatekeeper might be your mother. That gatekeeper might be whoever it is that is holding you back from moving back. That gatekeeper might gatekeeper might be a spiritual father, a spiritual mother who is making you feel that it is not time for you to move forward yet. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you, someone who is battling and wrestling, battling and wrestling with what God told you to do. This is a spiritual tearing, okay? This is a tearing that you're, this is what you're going to go through right before you are getting ready to catapult into your ministry. There is some prophets on this line. I, I, like I said, I'm not speaking to everyone. There are some apostles. There are some people that are called to build that are old, that are on this, that are listening to this right now. This is for kingdom builders. There are some people that are called to build. You're called to build in a specific region. Your God has called you to a specific region. He's called you to a specific region, but because you have not stood up to this specific tearing in your life. Everywhere you go, it's the same block. It's the same gatekeeper. Hey, no, why don't you wait two years? Why don't you help me maybe one year and then you can go? What did God tell you to do? God had told you to write that resignation letter. He told you to write that resignation letter. He told you to have a conversation with your boss. He told you to have a conversation with the person that was overseeing you to say, hey, it's time for me to transition. But yet you not you have not transitioned because you are still in this specific terrain and you you have not faced it yet. This is for someone who is experiencing a kingdom gatekeeper. We don't talk about this enough. We have gatekeepers in the word. I understand that. The gatekeepers, if you look up the word, a gatekeeper is someone who is, if you read the word, is someone who guards. They're also demonic spiritual terrors where the enemy uses other people to to guard and to stop this person might have a smile on their face every single day but in their spirit they are on assignment to block and delay what happens when you have in your terrain this is very important what happens when you have in your Terran, all right, in your specific Terran, what happens when you have a gatekeeper in that specific Terran that you are in? You have a gatekeeper in that specific Terran that God had called you to. You have a gatekeeper that is there in that specific Terran. That's not allowing you to move forward in God. That's not allowing you to move forward in where you're supposed to be. What happens when you have that specific person in that in that place, okay, or in that position? And you know that this specific person that is in this position, you know that this person is sent from God. You know that this person is a positive person in your life. You know that this person, you've been hanging with this person, you've been racking with this person, y'all been doing everything together, but all of a sudden it's time for you to get promoted and all of a sudden things are happening in your life. Things are, are, are 
delaying in your life. Things are happening in your life to where this person is like, hey, you know what? You can't leave yet. Hey, you know what? God didn't call you to that. Hey, you know what? We we can't do that. I'm not, I, I'm not, can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe you're leaving at the last minute. I want you to know right now, if you, if you don't listen to anything today, I want you to know right now that this is a gatekeeper that is assigned to stop you from moving into your full potential. There are a lot of people on here. You've waited. You've prayed. You've moved. You've fasted. You did everything you called you you God called you to do, or He told you to do. But there, for some reason, you find yourself you cannot move forward. For some reason, all of a sudden, you find yourself having to ask permission. Oh, can I do this? Oh, do I need to go that way? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I need to ask before I do this. You've already God has already gave you the yes, and you're waiting. You feel guilty. Oh, oh, you know, if I go to this or if I go to that, I'm feeling guilty because I got to move. God says it's time for you to move out. It's time for you to move free. It's time for you to move into what I've called you to do. It's time for you to stop being scared. It's time for you to move across overseas. It's time for you to move across the water. What happens when you're in a situation? Where you're in a situation and you're getting ready to be promoted and everything is coming toward you. No, no, no. I'm blocking this way or I'm blocking that way. Oh, oh, you're not going to have the finances to do it. You can go do it, but you're not going to have the finances to do it. That's a gatekeeper. Oh, you you can do it, but I'm not going to support you in doing it. Oh, that's a gatekeeper. Oh, you can do it, but you better let me know when you do it. Oh, that's a gatekeeper. So how many of you guys have gatekeepers in your life waiting at the front of that gate? You're supposed to move through that gate, but because that gatekeeper is there, you're not moving to your full potential. Because that gatekeeper is there, you're not moving to where God wants you to go. Because that gatekeeper is there, you're not moving to your full potential. You're not moving to where God called you to to what God called you to do. You're not even you're not even running the pace that God has called you to run. Because that gatekeeper is there. I'm getting ready to help somebody. I'm getting ready to help somebody. God already gave you the vision. There's someone on here. God already showed you the dream. God already showed you the blueprint. God already told you where he wanted you to go. He already showed you where he wanted you to start. And so I'm going to tell you how the gatekeeper is going to work. Let me help somebody real quick. I'm going to tell you how the gatekeeper is going to work. God might say, hey, I'm calling you out. And so he's already shown me after after you hear this message, whoever you are, God already showed me after you hear this message, there's going to be an attack. There's going to be an attack. The enemy's going to, he's going to do everything he can to get you to not move to where he's getting ready, get, wants you to do. He's going to do everything he can to get you to have more responsibilities. He's going to give you, do everything he can to get people to say, oh, I need your help here. Oh, you know, you can't go because, you know, I had this already planned. Oh, you know, you can't do this because you were supposed to take over. You were supposed to preach at the church this day. You were supposed to do that this, this day. Oh, I, oh, oh, you can't do that. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you can't have those two weeks off. Oh, you can't do that. You're getting ready to be attacked right now. Right after God is already showing me. I see someone. You're getting ready to step out on God, what God is calling you to do. And I see this person saying, oh, no, you know what? I got to travel this way. I got to go preach. I need you to do this right here for me today. I need you to do this maybe for a few weeks. And God told you to move now. So I'm praying right now, whoever you are, that you hearken to this word. God said, it's time for you to step out. He said, it's time for you to step out. He's, he said, you served, 
You served. You submitted. You did whatever. You did what you what God called you to. God said it. Now it's time for you. It's time for you. See, God God doesn't forget. He he doesn't forget. He doesn't forget. He doesn't forget. He doesn't forget what he told us to do. He doesn't forget what he told us to do before the foundations of the earth. He doesn't forget. So there's somebody you serve. God said you serve. God said you've honored. He said, this is not, this is not to go against anyone. This is not to dishonor, but God said, I'm calling you to move out. I'm calling you to move out and everything seems good now. But when God calls you to move out, when God calls you to move out, I'm talking about moving out on faith. God said, I've called you to build. I've called you to build before the foundations. You've been equipped. You've been waiting and you've been running, but you've been equipped. You've been comfortable. God said, you have outgrown where you are. He said, I've called you to build. And a lot of people, especially in ministry, because I'm talking about kingdom builders. I'm called, I'm talking about people who are called, you're called to the deep end. You're called to the sea. You're called to places that, that people don't realize you've been fought in your mind because the enemy knows that he's trying to stop you. But God says the gatekeepers are getting ready to move out the way. And I'm here to speak to your destiny. I'm here to speak to your call. I'm here to speak to anyone who is around you. That is a gatekeeper. I don't care if it's mama, daddy, I don't care who it is. I'm going to speak to it because God said you are called to the deep end. Many of us are spoiled. We're, and I'm saying this because for someone who grew, who, who lost their mom at nine years old, who was never around, who didn't have a dad around, who had to kind of grow up and raise themselves. I was, I was, I found myself moving in a lonely, a lonely season, season where I didn't need support. You know, how you, you have, um, you have people that they every every time you have a, a baseball game, you have to have you got to see your, your family in the in the uh, in the stands. You got to see your family sitting there for you to produce or for you to move where you're supposed to move or, or, or go where you're supposed to go. If you don't see them there, you're going to falter. If no one's cheering you on, you can't do it. I wasn't that person. See, I didn't need anyone in the crowd for me to produce. I didn't need anyone sitting in the stand for me to produce. I produced where there were no, there was no one there. There was no one sitting there. Sometimes she couldn't show up, but I went and I did it because I said, you know what? I'm going to push through a lot of us. We don't, we didn't train ourselves to get that way. So now it's time to go out and we don't know if anyone's going to be with us. We don't know if anyone's going to be behind us. God said, I'm behind you. God said, I've equipped you. I've already set the way. I've already prepared the way. I've already made the way. I'm I'm waiting for you. You're too comfortable. God said, you are comfortable. You're not feeling any waves because you're comfortable. You're comfortable. I need to push you into the mountains. This is what God is saying. I need to push you into the mountains. I need to get you to that part where you're getting, because you're not going to be prepared to where I'm getting. See, some of us are waiting. You say, okay, you know what? I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait five years until I got enough finances. I'm going to, I'm going to start that church in five years. I'm going to, I'm going to start preaching in five years. I'm going to do this in five years. God said, step out now. We're waiting till, oh, I'm going to wait till my bank account is, is good. I'm going to wait until I have this. I'm going to wait until this is good. God said, I need you to go now. You know, I, I heard something online today and uh, 
you know, this woman was talking and she said, you know, a lot of you guys, a lot of y'all need to stay home. You need to stay home with your parents until you have money. Until you got enough money to move out, you need to stay with your parents until you have enough money so you can move. See, a lot of us don't have that option. See, see, when you grew up in the, in the atmosphere that I grew up living in, I had to go at, at, at 18, run away at 17. Thank God ran to a neighbor's house, but I, I didn't have that type of atmosphere where, where I could be in a, in a stable and a calm environment that I had to get out for my mental health. I had to get out for my life. You don't have everyone in a situation where they can stay in that atmosphere. They, they have to get out, you know, and I heard that. And I said, do you know how many people are getting abused now? Do you know how many people are going through domestic violence in their households that they have to get out? Everyone doesn't want to sit around and, and, and pay all that money to be out. Some people need to get out for peace. Yeah, if, if, you, if you are somebody that is privileged to stay home until you're 36 years old, 24 years old before you get married, that's fine. A lot of people do it. They stay home until they're 24. They move out and they go get married, but they don't know how to survive on their own. And then what happens is when the person leaves, they're back to where they started from, back at home because they didn't know what to do. I'm not downing it. I'm just saying. This is why so many of us don't move out into our comfort zones. We don't move out out of our comfort zones. We stay there. We say, you know what, God, take me to the next level. Take me. But we got to take all our friends. We got to take all our family with us. If they not with us, we not going. And see, see, some of y'all, you can't, you don't, you don't even want to go to another state. You don't even want to get on a plane. You don't even want to take a bus three hours because you're not used to that. You're not used to getting up and going. You're not used to seeing other horizons. You're not used to that. I'm not talking about going to the beach with a group of people. Some people are too scared. You're too scared to even go take out the trash or go to the bathroom by yourself. There are gatekeepers. We don't want to hear about this. Yeah, there are gatekeepers that make sure, you know, make sure they're watching you. They're making sure everything else. But I'm telling you, I fought this Terran. I'm close. I'm, I, I find myself close to graduation. All of a sudden, I get a, I get a letter. I get an email from a random person after an administrator watched my social media and saw that I was getting ready to move. She thought I was moving and I was talking about something else. I get an email telling me that I have a hold on my account. I didn't have any hold on my account. I didn't have any money due. God put it in my spirit who it was and it was someone that I trusted. It was someone that I cared about. And then I get an email from someone else telling me, oh, you can't do this and you can't do that. I contacted T9 and said, this is discrimination. They're watching me online, seeing my every move, watching what I'm doing, and they're trying to stop me from moving where I'm supposed to go. God said, no, not today. We're not doing that. There are a lot of people, you have financial needs. All of a sudden, someone will come in and, and, and try to stop and try to delay everything from you so that you can't get it. But God said, not in this season. You don't got money. Guess what's going to happen? Somebody going to donate it. You don't got the talent. You're going to learn the talent. You don't have the connection. God is going to bring the connection in this season. Oh, I'm going to stick around because this person has the connections. 
If I leave this, if I leave this wing, I, I'm not going to be able to fly. Well, when, when are you going to learn how to fly? When are you going to prepare yourself to get ready to go out and fly? You, you know, a lot of y'all, you sitting around certain people, oh, I'm protected here. Oh, I'm protected here. Yes, uh, some of y'all need to stay there. I'm not saying that, but God is calling some of you, the ones that I'm speaking to on this thing, he's calling you to go. And we're sitting here and we're bickering about other people. And we're telling other people, oh, you need to come down a little bit. No, you need to come up a little bit. You need to come up. It has nothing to do with age. I'm seeing people 36, 40, and they scared. You can tell they scared. They ain't never went through. You don't, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to say anything. It's not about, it's not about having stuttering. It's not about having fear in your voice. When was the last time you stepped out and did something? Everybody on YouTube, people can talk on YouTube. People can preach in person. That's not a problem for some people. It's nothing to get online and show your face. That's nothing. Are you doing what God called you to do? What type of terrors are you are you defeating in your life? What type of things are you conquering that God called you to conquer? What are you doing? We're, anybody can do that. Most messages that I'm preaching on podcasts, I'm walking to and fro. I'm moving. I'm, I'm moving around. If it was a camera in my face, it would be the same thing. It's not about that. What are you not doing that you've been scared to do? What are you not doing that you've been scared to do? What are you not doing that somebody told you that you couldn't do a long time ago? What are you not doing? What are you not doing that you feel that you don't have enough money to do it, so you're not doing it? Who told you that you that you wasn't qualified or you wasn't classy enough? This is what I'm talking about. These are gatekeepers in your life. And they're, you know what the gatekeepers are doing? They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're sure going to do what God called them to do to the fullest. But when it comes to you, they're going to stop. Oh, I don't know. And I'm not saying confuse a, a, um, a gatekeeper that is... And I don't want to say these, these gatekeepers are... The from the devil. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it's going to be in your own tearing. You're going to get God might be calling you to go higher. And these gatekeepers, these people don't even realize that they're going to rise up. They're going to rise up when it's time. And they're going to they're going to do something to stop. This is how you know. Somebody that is going to support you and say, OK, if it's time for you to fly, I get it. They're going to let you fly. A kingdom gatekeeper that is coming to delay you. There are different types of gatekeepers now. I'm talking about a kingdom gatekeeper that is coming to delay you or that is in your situation to delay you. This specific person is going to rise up and there's going to be some excuse as to why you need to stay longer when God called you to go go forth. You know why God moved me from different places and regions? Because he couldn't trust people with me. He couldn't trust people with me. There's things that's happening to be me now that people prophesied already. And they think that they were the only person that prophesied that over my life. God been showed me that. And there were people before them that prophesied that over my life. And you know what? People, some people think this is what a lot of people are confused. They're, they're confused. They think only one person can prophesy in your life. 
Only one person is telling you what God is saying. No, God speaks through many vessels, hon. We got to get that in our head. There was somebody, I remember a pastor was prophesying to me something. In that same moment, I had some God send someone from another state to prophesy the same thing. And if we're not careful, we're going to think that we got to listen to only one person and only one person. And you're going to start glorifying people. God had already told me. God had already been telling me. He'd already been giving me the signs. But here I am being wise as a serpent. People saw things years ago that were going to happen now. They took me out to eat to tell me the prophecy. And then guess what? I would overhear them taking the same thing that they told me God told was for me, telling other people that it was for them. They didn't know I heard it. They didn't know I I watched and listened. But this is what God couldn't trust these people. He couldn't trust these people with me. Now, I'm not saying I I pray and I thank God for the people that he used to prophesy and to warn me about certain things. Oh, I honor those specific people. But that doesn't mean I'm supposed to go back. That doesn't mean that God called me to sit there. I knew where God was calling me. You can honor a person and understand that you have to go up a level. You can honor a person and understand that it's time for you to fly. That's very important. A person that is going to stay angry in a season is a gatekeeper. Oh, you can't go that. I'm, I'm the only one who can do this. No, you're not the only one who can do that. And a gatekeeper is not going to tell you that your full potential is on the other side. Some people are mad because they are not the ones that catapulted and put you into the level that you were supposed to be in. God did. And God was going to do it even if you stayed there or if you you were with there. He was he was going to do it. What you do when you see this type of this type of thing or this type of thing is going on in your life, you honor that specific individual. Thank you so much. I've learned so much in, in your church and your organization. And, and at this time, it's time for me to move forward. I do it all the time. I talk about it all the time. I also recognize the gatekeepers in my life as well. You don't hear me talking so much about them because it's nothing. I'm not saying it's nothing nice. Yes, it's th- different things. Yes, God used me. God used them in my life. He used them in my life for a season. And I honor that he used them and I honor that they were obedient. But I had to move forward. There are certain people that God is going to move you, remove you. He's going to remove you. You don't see things. You're not going to think, oh, such and such is going to all of a sudden get jealous. You know, who who knew that Saul was going to get jealous? No one knew Saul was going to get jealous of of, uh, David. No one knew David had issues of his own as well, but no one knew that Saul was going to get upset. No one knew that Saul was going to get a little bit jealous and he was going to purposely make it hard for David, right? We're not looking at that. We don't think that people around us are friends and co-workers. We don't think that they're going to make it purposely hard for us. We don't think that they're going to get to a point where all of a sudden they're going to be upset and, and all of a sudden we're going to start having more issues in our life and we're going to, it's going to be harder for us to get to a certain level because they're going to purposely make it hard for us. No one wants to think that someone is going to purposely make it hard for them. I'm not saying 
go and you know oh you you're not trying to make me make it no sometimes the people that are warning you about things they're actually warning you about them they're, they're trying to help you that's very important so you have to discern where is the gatekeeper in your life where is the kingdom gatekeeper what what institution where is it at recognize it recognize it you know some years ago I think this was 2017 2017 the Lord revealed to me everything that was the blessings other stuff that was already that he already showed me before but he he specifically showed me the specific the generals that I was going to have to go up against okay which were the gatekeepers in my life okay the kingdom gatekeepers that were sent to assign me the Lord showed me showed them to me and it was like a wall it was like a, a wall and their faces was on the wall and I saw these specific people in different regions. One was in administration. One was in this level. One was in this level. The Lord showed me exactly where they were, what, they're, what they were going to do to delay, what their mission was, where their uh, position was, and what they were going to do. And exactly what the Lord showed me, exactly what happened in that specific atmosphere. And I got through it. I was prepared. I didn't say, okay, this is my enemy. I was able to see this person, meet this person and say, okay, this is a, this is, this was a, this was a demonic general that the enemy is using in this specific atmosphere region to hold me back. And I remember one man specifically when I saw his face, when I got into the I remember I was trying to go back to school and I was telling somebody, I said, I saw this person before I even met him. And the guy gave me so much hell trying to get back. He put a large amount of stuff on my account. He went, he verbally abused me through an email. And then the dean talked, I talked to the dean, the actual, the, the uh, male, and they helped me. They gave me a scholarship to go back to school. This was some years ago around that time. But I had saw this man and what he was going to do. And I knew he was in administration. And that's exactly where he was. He was in administration and he was giving me an issue. And he was not only giving me an issue, he was going against what the dean had, had said to do on my behalf. And I remember going home and I prayed and I said, I remove everything that's in the way. Any demonic generals that are on assignment in my life right now, you go and I remove you. And then there was a clear path. That assignment and that attack that had been rose up before me had removed itself. And that mountain had to go because I I had prayed against it because I saw I was able to see in the spirit. So this is important. The gatekeepers in your life can might be in the physical, but it is a spiritual battle. It's not against them. It's a it's a spiritual battle. If God is telling you to move. God is telling you, he might be saying, hey, I want you to build. This person might be saying, nope, 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 you're not going. You honor this person, yes, but you pray. God, I know what you told me to do. God, you told me to go. They're not giving me my two weeks off. I'm about to pray. You start praying. You know you're supposed to be going on a mission trip. You can't go. Oh, you're not going. You go. You begin to pray. And you move. You say, Lord, if this is your will... Anything in my way, 
any gatekeeper that was sent from the enemy that is coming to stop my mission, we cast it down right now in the name of Jesus. You begin to pray and you remove. All of a sudden, that tearing is going to start begin, start to begin to shake. That person that you can't stand up to is going to start, that heart is going to start getting softened in that person. If this is the will of God. A lot of you guys, you can't stand up to your parents. You can't even stand up to your parents. Your parents, you know, you know, you do not want to be playing that sport. You know, you do not want that career. And your parent put you in that career and you do not want that career. And so you're walking around and you're unhappy. You're unhappy. Because you, you don't want to be there. But they put you there and they're insisting you're going to stay here and you're going to graduate. I'm putting you in this and you're going to stay here. I remember I was 15. And I was in business. I was enrolled in business classes, which I am in business now. So I get the point <laughs> why my aunt thought that I was sh- sh- uh, wanted to, supposed to be in business. So I was in business in 14. All of the other business people went on to do all this other stuff and all this stuff. And in fi- when I was 15, I realized, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I want to do, I want to do uh, beauty. I want to go to cosmetology class. I want to do cosmetology. So I've been doing cosmetology hair. I- I've been doing, learning this stuff since I was 15. Okay. I've been doing this stuff for, it's, it's over 10 years now. All right. I've been doing this stuff in this industry, learning about this industry since I was 15. So my aunt said, well, you know, my aunt put me in business. I told her, I said, I don't want to be in business anymore. I want to, I want to go to cosmetology. So my aunt said, well, we have you in business. She was taking too long to change my career. I went up to the school and changed it myself. I went up to the uh, register. I said, hi, I know that you're busy. I would like to change my career. I went to Barbara Jordan High School for careers. I said, I would like to change my career. I want to change my career from business to cosmetology. I like business. I feel like I am going to be in business, but I want to change my career from business to cosmetology. This was me at 15. They withdraw the courses that I had in business and they switched me to cosmetology. They warned me that I would have to catch up. I said, that's fine. I went into cosmetology late. I was supposed to be in another class at 14 uh, and then I was supposed to go in. I think I was supposed to, I think I went in the second semester. I'm telling you guys this testimony. So I went into this new career. And at that point, she wasn't going to come do it, so I did it. I went and did it. I felt that this is where I need to be. So I changed my career. I went into this industry and I excelled. I began competing in Skills USA. I placed first district competition, speaking competitions, third in state, first the next year. And I was awarded Cosmetologist of the Year my senior year, and I graduated and completed the course my senior year. This is how gatekeepers work. During that time, I completed all of my hours and I was supposed to be testing to take my state board exam. I find out at the last minute that all of my hours were not accredited to me, right? I found out that all of my hours were not accredited to me. So I found out that I have 36 hours left. I I was told that I had to go to summer school. I couldn't go to summer school that year had some other things to do. So I didn't go. 
So I completed the course, but I didn't graduate. I mean, I didn't get my license. I could have had my license as a 17-year-old going into college with a license, could have opened a salon right away if I wanted to. Imagine if I would have got that license, just like I opened my dance studio at 21. I could have opened a salon and could have still been doing this for over 10 years if I would have got that license. Somebody didn't put my hours in. I don't know who it was. Could have been, I think that there was a student that was assigned to do the cards and put the cards in and put the hours in. I believe it was a student that was assigned to do it. She didn't do mine. Or there was a teacher, maybe they forgot. But I was on competition with one of the other teachers. So there was someone else assigned to my card who didn't put those hours in. A gatekeeper. Not that the person was bad. I just didn't get all the hours that I was supposed to get. All of my competition hours were supposed to be made up in the, in the classroom. That's what was the agreement. So I didn't get those hours. So guess what? I went the last 10 years wondering if I should, if I should go back or if I could go back. We thought it was four years you had to go. They said it was four years that you had to go back. If you couldn't, didn't go back, you didn't. I find out this year, the Spirit of God prompted me to get on my computer and call a school and see, do a report and see how much, how long I had left. I had 950 hours to my name. I only had a, I only needed a thousand hours, had 950 hours. That's what they told me. So I looked and looked. I said, God, do you want me to go back to school? God said, yes, I'm opening the door. I called the department in state. They told me, they said, yes, your tuition is already good. All you have to do is enroll. Most of the schools, they don't take all of, they, they only, they make you start all over. If you're trying to go back to cosmetology school, they make you start all over again. Some, most of the schools. There was one school that said, we're going to take you. The woman said on the phone, she said, you're almost done. She said, I knew when you got on the phone, I knew it was something special about you. You're talking to the right person. God moved everything that was in the way that was trying to stop me. It took 10 years for me to actually see, hey, I had no idea that I was there, that I can go. I didn't even know how many hours I had. But by faith, I said, you know what? I said, God, I want to finish everything that I did not do, that you called me to do, that I had a passion to do, that I had not finished. I'm going to finish it. So I talked to this woman. She said, you're going to, we're going to take you. She said, you don't have to start from the beginning. When you come in, you're going to be preparing to take the state test. We're going to come in. You're going to be preparing to take the state test. We're going to, it's going to be a lot of pressure on you. She said, it's going to be a lot of pressure on you, but we're, but we're going to do it. You're going to do it. I'm going to push you. You're going to pass. And she looked at me and we talked and we got everything and we got everything. Uh, I got the paperwork in. I did all the paperwork. I said, ma'am, I'm pregnant with twins. She said, we're still, you still can do it. You can do this. You only got a little bit left. We're, when you come in, you're going to take this test. You can do it. It's going to take you a little bit. You, you're almost done. This is what I'm telling you. What I'm telling you is that 
You're going to see some people. You're going to know who's on your side. You're going to know God is going to send specific people. You're going to know when this person is on your side. You're going to know when they're gatekeeper. You're going to know when people are going to come in your life. They're going to see that you're almost there. They're going to see that you're almost to the end. I got cosmetologists of the year that, that senior year. Of course, people were angry. I don't know who put my, my, my hours in, but obviously they didn't put them all in. And that was okay because you know what? Now I'm going, now God did it. Now God did it. Now God took that same thing that, that same thing that the enemy tried to let, let sit there. God took it years later and worked it out. And I'll give that testimony soon. But God did that same, he took that same thing from years ago and took it back. There's a lot of people, God has taken something that you sat on, that you said, you know what, I'm going to put a pause on this. God is telling, he's going to take that same thing and he's going to put you in that same thing that you did not think that you were going to do. That same thing that you didn't think that you were going to do or that you were capable to do or or that you saw, you saw a pause on it. God is going to give you a go. He's going to give you a go. I've had so many gatekeepers in my life, so many people in my life coming to delay me. I remember, you know, recently I just went through, I was supposed to move last year, around this same time last year. What happened was I ended up going through some identity theft, finding out I was going through identity theft. Somebody ran five credits. I told you guys the story. Recently, two checks were forged. Um, A whole bunch of stuff happened. I went getting ready to move. I'm, I'm... right around the corner I'm packing getting ready to move I went to the place they ran the credit I'm sitting here with not realizing I don't know what's going to happen I'm like oh God oh Lord you know when I remember when I prophesied that the super soak blessing the last time I said you're going to see all green checks all green marks a lot of y'all are going to see excellent 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 the guy told me he said I don't know what you're worried about it's all green checks on the screen I don't know what happened but the Holy Spirit hit me I said God I don't know what this is I said God I thought it wasn't going to go and all green checks hit the screen. I'm trying to tell you guys, this is what this is the season. This is the season that you're in right now. Some of you guys need to put your hand on your head and prophesy over yourself. You need to put your hand over your head and prophesy, God is going to take me through this. It's the times when you get up and you're going through that, that, what do I call it? I call them the boisterous prayers. I, that's what I call it. I say, when I get up, when you know I get up, I start walking around. You start hearing me, all the neighbors. Oh, da 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 da. da. You st- that's that boisterous prayer. That's what some of y'all need to get. We we praying like this. Lord, you know, Lord, give me out. No, you need to get a boisterous prayer. You need to get some faith, some some boldness in your prayer, and say, Lord, it's gonna happen for me. It's gonna happen for me. That's gonna happen for me. I'm going to do that. Anything that's in my way has to move. Sometimes you need to get a boisterous prayer. You need to just get up. Sometimes I just get up in the middle of the night. Lord, you said. God, you said, I don't care who in the room. When you know that it's that it's he's going to do it, he's going to do it. People are going to come in and set you back. There's going to be gatekeepers that are going to come in from the enemy's lines. But what did God say? What did he say? He told you to start that business. What are you doing? People telling you, oh, you don't have enough to invest. Oh, I'm not going to invest in my own money. See, that's the problem that a lot of people got. When I invested in my first business, I didn't have nothing. You know what I had? An idea and a blueprint. Had the blueprint, found the location. 
I said, this is what I want. The lady said, how did I find you? I said, I did. I said, I was riding on the bus. I looked over to the side. I saw the number, got the number down. I said, this is going to be my studio. No floors, nothing. Had to go repaint. Drop five. I dropped the deposit down. Came back, dropped the rest down. And these type of, these type of uh, facilities, you got to drop the deposit and the uh, first month rent at the same time. So I said, God, if this is what you're going to do, I'm doing I, This is me at 21. I'm not looking at nothing nobody else. Some of y'all waiting, you wait until you get business credit. You know, and I hear people, oh, you know, I'm 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 self-made. You can't if you got if you got twenty five twenty-five thousand dollars, you ain't start off with nothing. You can't, you know, this is what I tell people. You're gonna be self-made with a million dollars in your bank account, five hundred thousand dollars in your bank account. You already got money. You, you, you got money already. You haven't, you haven't had to put nothing. You haven't had to build it from scratch. And see, this is why a lot of people, when it comes to business, they're used to buying their ways out. They're used to buying everything. They don't even have a passion for what they're doing. They don't have a passion for what they're doing. This is, this is why when I, when I see people who hand make things, who, who, who know how it takes to take a scrap and put together two pieces of cardboard because they don't have no money. Come on, I'm telling y'all, because a lot of people that have stuff already, they don't know. See, some, some people who have something, you need to ask God to humble you. Say, God, take it away. Take it away and let me learn a lesson. Take it away. Take it away, God. Let me sell it away. Take it away because I need to know how it feels to not have something. God, I need to go in this season and I need to know how it feels to not have something because I got too much. God, take it away. Some of you guys need to know how it feels to take it away. In 2019, I became homeless, okay? I was, I was a victim of identity theft for four years. 2017, couldn't even, couldn't even get a $500 apartment. Somebody opened a, a luxury car in my name opened a, a two credit cards, Macy's credit card. I don't know. I think the limit was 4,000. I had no idea what was going on. Almost like my life was stripped away. Then I go to a job. I go to a job, got promoted twice in three months as into a manager, getting ready to get promoted to my next position up into a manager to take over a campaign. This is what happened to me. This is a company in New York. All of a sudden, the manager in that position stole and I went through wage theft. She did not pay me what she was supposed to pay me. She lied. So I talked to the company, reported I left. I was living in corporate housing. I lost everything. Lost everything. Thank God I had one of the businesses to get me out of the situation. I was paying every week to stay in a hotel. If it wasn't for the businesses and the backbone of what I had knew to do before I started, went back to a nine to five, I would not have been in the sustainable position that I was in. So I lost everything. I lost everything. I was trucking around. People had no idea. They said, are you okay? So here I am sitting in a park, not knowing where the next check was going to come from. I ended up getting paid from another job. Got me a room that night, Airbnb. God moved by faith. A, a client paid, another client paid, another client paid. And here I am. They didn't care about me. I only asked them for a thousand dollars settlement. That was it. They changed their whole name and logo. You know how much I could have sued for that? But I didn't. This is what I'm telling you. Got an email from them asking me recently, oh, do you want to uh, come back for a position? See, this is important. This is why I thank God for that position. I thank God that I was in a position to not have anything. I thank God because I remember this guy turned back on the bus. He said, ma'am, 
I don't, I ain't religious and I don't know why I'm saying this, but you're in the highest position that you can be in a business. I said, yeah, I'm a CEO. He said, ma'am, this is not the beginning for you. I said, I'm homeless right now. I'm running, trudging. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do now. He said, ma'am, be encouraged. I see you in your own, your own building doing all this stuff. God is going to bless you. And I just start crying. I mean, this is a stranger. I started crying. I said, God, I don't know what's going on with me. But and I still I kept I kept trucking through. I kept trucking through. I kept trucking through. But every time I was getting ready to get to this point, somebody would would come as a gatekeeper and God said, You're called to be a CEO. <laughs> you're called, you're gonna keep going through this. You're gonna keep you you had to keep going through this because I called you into the position. You're gonna run your own thing. And it wasn't that. I was going to run my own thing that I wasn't being submissive under other people because I was. See, you can't run your own thing if you don't know how to follow it. That wasn't the issue with me. I said, God, why do I keep facing these barriers? God said, I'm teaching you something. I don't want you to do the same thing that they're doing to you when you have someone in your in your same position that needs to be promoted. I, I don't want you to be that type of gatekeeper. I need you to give people the release when it's time for them to release. Y'all not hearing me today. <laughs> y'all, y'all not hearing me today. Where are you in your walk? Who are you? Are you the gate kingdom gatekeeper that is stopping the person from getting their promotion? Or are you the person that needs to push through the gate when God told you to get through the gate? What are you afraid of? God told a lot of you guys, I would not be in a position that I am. You, it's, it's so much stuff that I'm not telling y'all. That y'all don't know (laughs) that I've been through. But God prepared me. This is why why I can talk certain things. It's not being arrogant. I've had nothing. I've literally slept. And during that time, I lost everything. I was sleeping on clothes. Sleeping on clothes in a place that smelled like dog pee. Sleeping on clothes because I didn't have a blanket. I didn't have a mattress yet. That's That's how I lost everything. People took the took my credit, took advantage of me. And then after I gained everything back again, I had people coming over. What? You inspire me, all this stuff. And it would all every time I would it would lose something, it would come back. It would lose something, it would come back. I would lose something, it would get it back. How you keep getting this back? I would get it back again. How you keep doing this? Well, how you keep going forward after this? How does this keep happening for you? I remember being 22. A guy walked in my studio and said, All of this is yours? How old are you? I said, 22. He said, it's yours? All of this, you own this? I said, yes, all this is mine. And you know what his name was? His name was Envy. That was prophetic. And God told me before I let him in, he came in to use the restroom. God said, watch out for him. I didn't know why God said, watch out for him. And God said, he t- I said, what's your name? He said, Envy. This was prophetic. The moment he walked in, he started to look around. He said, what is protecting you in this place? I feel like I can't even go to the back because it's, I said, it's God in here, man. <laughs> you don't want to mess. You don't want to do nothing up in here because it's going to backfire. He said, wow. You know, he said, this is inspiring me. I got to step my stuff up. I said, no. I said, you don't know what I've been through. I value what I have. I value the small things. That's what, this is why money can't buy me. Money can't buy me. This is this is why it, that's not that doesn't impress me. So I want to ask you, what is in your life 
that is in the way. What is in your life that is in the way? Who are you blocking? God already told you that's not the person that you're supposed to be with. And you still sitting there like you're supposed to be with them. And you God and showed you who they're supposed to be with. And you still sitting there because you think that, they, that you don't want them. Who? Why are you in the way? What is it that is in the way? That's going to be the hard part. That's going to be the hard part to stand up to the very thing that's in your way, in your atmosphere, around you that is gatekeeping and you see it. It's gatekeeping you. That's going to be the hardest thing to do. I remember when I went through that situation as that manager, it was the hardest thing for me to do was to report that issue that I was experiencing and move out. I had to move out overnight. I didn't even feel safe. I, I moved out overnight and had no idea that I left. And I took myself and went. I took myself and I went to a hotel. And that's when it started for me. That's when it started for me. That's when I knew. There's going to be people in your life. There's going to be people in your life that are gatekeepers. And you're not going to want to leave. And you're going to, you're going to, and the, the reason I found out that this person that did this was because I, I overheard her talking to another director of the department. I was working downtown, heard her talking to another director, and she said, yeah, I'm, I'm, this, this is how much I'm paying her. This is it for this. I was doing her job. She had me sitting there doing what she was supposed to be doing while she stayed at home. I said, oh, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. Called, called the uh, people, told them, and I left. We had a transition. I talked to them. It wasn't on bad terms, and I transitioned. So what I'm saying is, some people are just not going to let you advance. They can't. They're too scared to let you advance because they're scared that you're going to pass them up. So they're going to block you. They're going to block you. They're going to block your your, uh, pathway. They're going to block every asset. They're going to block everything that you're supposed to. It reminds me of Alice in Wonderland. If you watch the movie Alice in Wonderland, watch the Disney version. You guys, I love these movies because they always taught me something. And I think about these movies. They have the regular version too. I love Alice, the movie Alice in Wonderland with Johnny Depp. Love Johnny Depp. But watch this Disney version. Look at all the block. Look at all the roadblocks. Look how Tweetedee and Tweedledum were always popping up when she was on her way. Look how the flowers got jealous of her when she tried to, you know, she was with the flowers talking to them. Look how they tried to push her out. Look how the caterpillar and the butterfly got mad and puffed her away. Look how the bird got mad when she was in the nest. When when she got up there and the bird 
started pushing her away. Look how everybody started pushing her away. Look how the Cheshire Cat tricked her and wouldn't let her go and wouldn't let her tell her where she was supposed to go. Look how the queen took her to court. I'm trying to tell you guys, there are some people in your life that are gatekeepers. They're kingdom gatekeepers that are assigned to keep you back. And you wouldn't have known until I told you today. Nobody wouldn't have told you. You would have said, oh, you know what? Maybe I'm just having this resistance because I'm not supposed to do this. Maybe I'm just supposed to stay in this position and just be happy. Maybe I'm just supposed to, and I'm not even trying to get promoted. I'm not even trying to move where I'm supposed to move. But I know that God is telling me that. I know God what God said. I'm not silly. But I want to tell you guys, there are some gatekeepers that are in your life that are there to deter you and that are there to stop you. And it's some people that's close to you. And as hard as I as as sad as it sounds, they're not going to advance you. They're not going to give you that promotion. They're not going to give you that stage. They're not going to give you that platform. And it's okay. It's okay. But you got to know when God is telling you, hey, you stay. Or, hey, it's time for me to build. And everybody wants to say, oh, they went on and did their own thing. Oh, they went on and did. No, they were already there. There's a lot of people that want you to believe that you have not submitted. No, you submitted. You served. You did it before you even got into that land. And God said, hey, I need to take you up a notch. Hey, I need to move you into this region. And he's been doing it. And now he's doing it. And now people are mad. Let them be mad. Let them stay in the back. Let them look as you fly. This is what God is telling me for some of y'all. Let them look as you move. You're going to keep moving up. You're going to keep excelling. They don't want to see you. They don't want to see you in business. They don't want to see you excel. Every time you're excelling, they're triggered. When you're happy, they're triggered. When you're moving forward, they're triggered. When you get a new opportunity, they're triggered. They're mad because they cannot believe that you did it without them. And this is the season. God said, let them watch you fly. And I'm going to close. I'm going to close with this. You have to know your full potential. You got to know what God is calling you to do. You have to know that God has called you to something greater. You have to know that God has called you to something higher. Everybody in the world, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the baker at the bakery. God has called you to something higher. God has called you to a new skill. God is not going to leave you back. He's, you're, you are not the tail. You are the head and you are not the tail. Every position that you have got, God has called you to do. I don't care if you're a janitor. I don't care if you're the, the bus boy. I don't care if you're the newspaper man. You are called to something higher. You might be called to serve. You might be called as an employee, but you are still called to respect. You are still called to something higher. You are still called to have a good atmosphere. You are still called to have a good workplace. You are still called to advance. You are still called to get the skill. I don't care if you don't speak English, you are still called to be in America. I don't care if you're from another country, you are still called to be here. This is for everyone who feels like you are not called to be where you're at. You're going to have the qualification you are still called to this specific area you are still called to this region that you are in so i want to leave you guys with that 
And I want to pray for you as we get off and we transition off of this line. I want to pray for you guys because there's a lot of you guys on here. You got. I want you to listen to this about three times. I want you to listen to this message as much as you can. I want you to take this message in. Listen to this message. If you got to write a note, I want you to write a note and say, I am in the, I am in the room. I don't care if they tell you, oh, you don't got a bachelor's degree. Say, I am in the room. Put you or I am in the room. I'm here. I'm already here. I'm here. I'm here. By faith, I'm here. I'm already here. I am in the room. So as I close, I'm going to go ahead and pray for you guys because it's a lot of guys it's a lot of y'all on here this is going to shake you up you this got you thinking about some stuff you don't know what to do you thinking i don't know you need i am in the room i'm here all right i am here i'm where god wants me to be let me go ahead and pray for you guys dear heavenly father i come to you today god god i'm praying for everybody that's on this podcast that are here listening to the sound of my voice. Lord, I am praying a blessing over them right now. Lord, I'm praying that you catapult them from where they are to where they're supposed to be. God, show them the vision. Show them ahead where they're supposed to be. Show them exactly where they're supposed to be, God. Let them move and catapult past the gatekeepers that are in their life to stop. God, I come against every kingdom gatekeeper that is on assignment to hold them back. Lord, I move everything that is in their way in the road. I come against anything that is held up in the spirit, any finances that are held up in the spirit, any opportunities that are held up in the spirit, let it be released now in the name of Jesus. God, I come against anything that is around them, that is stopping them, that is delaying them, that is giving them a hard time. Lord, remove that mountain. Send angels into their midst or to accompany them and remove those mountains right now in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you in advance for removing those mountains that have been there to hold them back. I come against those mountains that are causing them to be depressed. I come against those mountains that are causing them not to be get out of bed. I come against those infirmity in the name of Jesus that is stopping them and they can't even get up to do what they're called to do. Lord, I give I pray that you give them a new being right now in the name of Jesus, a new fresh spirit, a new fresh anointing in the name of Jesus, Lord, that they are not insecure anymore, that they come in with a fresh fire right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that they don't get on stage and they're not insecure and they're not shaking, that if they don't have support or no one in the room, that they're going to still relay the message in the name of Jesus. Lord, I speak to every leader right now in the name of Jesus, fire over them in the name of Jesus. Let them come out, Lord, as bold, bold as a lion to deliver your message. Lord, in spirit and in truth. God, I come from, I, I come against anything that is out to set them. Any weapon formed against them will not prosper right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Anybody that is letting something intimidate them in their mind, intimidate them in their mind, making them feel, oh, you need to sit down. Lord, we come against that in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that every person who is called to whatever they're called to, let them move, let them move into it fullness. Anything that's, let them move into it fully. Anything that's stopping them from in their past, stopping them in relationships, stopping them, any marriages, gatekeepers that are assigned to stop the marriages. So I remove every demonic entity, right? I feel that strong right now. Every demonic entity that is over, that is blocking a marriage, move right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Lord, I thank you right now for your anointing, for your spirit, 
Whew, for your Holy Spirit, Lord. I thank you for your Holy Spirit. Lord, you are good. You are one. You are always good. You are always on time. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. You guys be safe. Listen to this. Listen, you might have to listen to this about three times. Share it. Share it with somebody who need it. Share it with somebody who need a transition, who need to be catapulted in that next level and season. Share it. Share it with somebody. Thank you, God. I give you all honor and glory, Lord. This is not, Lord, I'm nothing. <laughs> I'm nothing, God. This you. This you. Lord, I'm nothing. I am nothing. I don't receive any glory from nothing. God, I thank you for being something because only you are good in me. So, God, I thank you for using me as your vessel to bring forth this message. In Jesus' name, amen.